Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome back to another educational episode of Talking Lamar. In this episode, we have dug up some interesting facts about New Year's celebrations that you may not know. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I am talking to you. That's just what I was talking about. It's Talking Lamar. You know... We've just taken down our Christmas trees, hopefully. Oh, I did get mine down. Maybe yours is up. You can leave it up. I don't care what you do. But uh, we've had a lot of uh, New Year's celebrations, and we've done it all kinds of different ways all around the world. And I found some interesting things. New Year's Eve in Times Square is probably one of the most celebrated and most watched and and very popular uh, New Year's Eve. And after that's over with, there's 50 tons of trash that has to be cleaned up in Times Square after the celebration. <laughs> wow. 50 tons. And about 3,000 pounds of that is confetti. That's a lot of stuff. Now, here's something you might not know. The confetti dropped in Times Square is now holding secret messages. In 2015, they turned the confetti into wish fetty by having thousands and thousands of people's wishes written on them. They can write them or submit them uh, online to the wish wall uh, in Times Square, and they're turned into confetti. So all of those papers, not all of it, but thousands of those little pieces of paper have wishes on them for a new year and for different things. I think that's pretty cool. I have um, a wish that I'd like to wish. Uh, I, I wish I'd known. I, what would you I wish, wish Andy Cohen would stop getting drunk on the uh, New Year's celebration toward the end oh. of it with Anderson Cooper. <laughs> I depend yeah. on that. Are you kidding? That's my, I depend that's that that's kid. what's going to happen. It yeah. always yeah. does. One year is better than another, but it always happens. All right, back to you, Lamar. Yeah. Uh, If you wonder about some other places, the Brazilians welcome New Year's Eve at the beach. It's considered good luck to make seven wishes while jumping into seven waves. Now, that only works if you're at the beach, which guarantees some pretty big parties in the sand if you happen to be in that part of the country or the world. Now, if you're in Denmark and you hear plates breaking on New Year's Eve, that's considered good luck. The Danes hold a tradition of throwing plates at the front door of family and friends' homes to welcome good fortune for the coming year. They save up their chipped and unwanted cups and dishes all throughout the year. Then they smash them against the front doors of friends on the last night of the year. 
the more broken dishes you find on your doorstep at midnight, the more popular you are. It's sort of like getting your yard TP'd when you're in high school. You know, if if you didn't, if you didn't get your yard rolled then you weren't very popular. Um, Yeah. Talk, talking about, that one is weird. Wow. It is weird, but I mean, like I, I mean, say, these are different countries. Bob, Bob wouldn't right, like that. Right. He'd keep right. him up all night. No, no. Stop I mean, with no. the throwing yeah, of the dishes. Stop <laughs> it. I know you love me. Enough with that. Um, what's the next one? New Year's Rock and Eve show is a longstanding tradition. Of course, Dick Clark began hosting the show in 1974. In December of 2004, he suffered the stroke, and Regis Philbin stepped in at the last minute to host. And then in 2005, Clark officially handed the hosting duties over to Ryan Seacrest, but he continued to, you know, make some appearances for the next few years. Um, This is something that makes me feel better. Most New Year's Eve resolutions aren't taken that seriously. 80% Hmm. of resolutions made at the beginning of the year are forgotten by February. So don't be too hard on yourself because – if you don't follow through, no big deal. Maybe you don't get too aggressive. Don't do stuff like, I'm going to the gym three times a week. Or, I'm giving up sugar totally. Or I'm going to read five best-selling books this year. Maybe start small, like, I'm going to stop swallowing gum. Um, <laughs> Is that a big problem? I'm just saying, start small. I will leave the toilet seat completely closed because that's fair to everybody. And I will take a five-minute break from my phone at least once a week. Good luck to everyone That's the most important one. That's the most important one right there. If if I can uh, ask a question during talking, Lamar. Max, um, you gave up sugar. Yes. How how difficult has that been? Can you tell us coming up in a moment? Okay. I will. All right. All right, we'll come back with Talking Lamar and uh, Max's amazing accomplishment, giving up sugar totally. It's Talking Lamar with Bob and Sherry. We are so excited about Bob and Sherry Premium. Well-marbled, juicy, and always fresh with loads of behind-the-scenes photos and videos, exclusive content including our classic chat room calls and our best-of CDs. And best of all, it's just $4.99 a month. BobandSherry.com slash premium. Welcome back to Talking Lamar and Max. Tell us about going without sugar. So I'm gonna, I am, I'm going to add this to it, and that is, I do cheat every once in a while, like birthday cake. I did it Christmas, yeah. uh, that right. sort of thing. But right. it's like anything. If you if you start doing it, you get used to it, and it becomes habit, and then you don't miss it. It's so you know. I, it's, okay, it's, I can see. I I can see. Um, okay, I'm not going to have any more. Hagen does ice cream at night. Okay, I'm not going to buy one of those little cups, uh, which I haven't. I've been I've cut them out. I can see that, but there's sugar everywhere. How have you been able to, well, you know, keep your eye on a sandwich if you're out? It maybe loaded. Don't eat with a some sandwich. Sort of, don't eat a sandwich. Don't eat. The bread's got sugar eat? in it. Yep. Oh wow! Yeah. And, it's inescapable. And you, you're going to get a little bit of sugar in some cooked food. You, That's inescapable. You you become a label reader is what you do, uh-huh. and you yeah. just look and see what's in the labels. And there's going to be a little bit, as you said, there is a little bit in different things. But 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 by and large, no, I don't. Um, so I so to, you wouldn't have you would not have a uh, turkey sandwich on whole wheat. I would have turkey. No, but I would not have turkey not sandwich. The bread. Huh. Wow. Have you lost weight? I didn't think oh, you yeah. needed to, but oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, you know, impressive. I just got back. I just got back from camping uh, down in Jacksonville, and um, oh my gosh, the food—we just eat, 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 eat. Just oh my gosh, it's it's like run amok. Okay, so <laughs> about three days into the thing, I'm just feeling terrible, and I feel bad the whole week. And I'm not talking about I'm just sitting around. Darby and I, we're walking about two and a half to three miles a day. You know, every day we're walking to camp, we're doing all this stuff, but I just don't feel good. So come New Year's, you know, I said, okay, we're, I'm done. So New Year's Day, you know, I, I haven't touched any sugar as far as that goes, like any kind of candy, any kind of sweet cake. You know, I, I've, I've probably not as tight as Max is, but I've really just done nothing. Nothing. I've eaten no bread or whatever. Boy, and both of you. In about in about four days, I started to realize I felt amazing. And yeah. I've done this multiple times in my life. Giving up sugar will make you feel better yeah. than any one thing I can think of. Is that not right, Matt? That is true. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That sugar's I love it, but it is the devil. I mean, it really is. Okay, so so uh, tell me this. I'm sorry we're getting sidetracked here. We'll go back to no, the okay. stuff okay. in just a moment. If I go into a restaurant, like there's a restaurant that I go to for lunch once in a while, and they have a, a bowl of ramen noodles and a little spinach <laughs> in it, obviously uh, some broth and uh, two or three pieces, good-sized pieces of chicken, right? Um, it's a great dish. Is there sugar in that? Yes. In the noodles. Yeah. In the noodles. In the noodles. Okay. Yeah. So no noodles. No noodles. No, no pasta. No pasta. No pasta. Oy vey. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Let me let me tell you what I do, Bob, when I do this. I, this is how extreme I get if I do it. And I'm doing it right now. I will eat a hot dog. I will eat a hot dog with chili, mayonnaise, and slaw and onions. Here's how I eat it. I take a bowl. I cut up my weenie. Then I put in some chili, and I put in some coleslaw that's got mayonnaise in it, and some uncle uh, onions, and stir it up. Tastes just like a it tastes just like a chili dog. I just don't have the bone. Yeah, yeah, I can see I mean, that. A, it, but I and it's not bad. It's really not bad. It's just a lot of trouble. It is a lot of trouble. Is it not a lot of trouble, Matt? It is. Yeah, you have to adjust some things. But the one thing you do is, no matter where you go, that you can always figure out a way to do it. Yeah, I mean that's yes. the thing that I found. It's not unless an you go to the pizzeria. Task. Unless you go to the pizzeria. And even then, the even then, uh, a lot of them have uh, options where you can do it crustless and they put stuff in a bowl. There's all, there's all kinds of ways there's around it. There's a way around it. it. There are all kinds it's of ways just, around it. Yeah. You just got to be intentional. You it's be like I go and get burgers and I just get it with no bun. I get it with lettuce. You know. Yeah. 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 Five guys got the best no bun hamburger anywhere. It's tremendous. They wrap it in lettuce and have at it, buddy. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Now I miss now, bread it, though because I love cost, it. I it love cost, it. At Five Guys, it costs twenty eight dollars, but you know that's fine. Hey, that's fine. I don't care. I don't care what it costs at Five Guys. All right, back to care. the New Year's All stuff. Right. Back to the New Year's. All right. Here's something you may not know. The reason January is called January, it's sort of a deep situation. It's been widely reported that the month was actually named for the Roman god Janus, but it's actually rooted in the Latin word. I can't even pronounce it. I-A-N-U-A. It means door. The name was chosen to symbolize the opening of a new door that happens oh. when the new year begins. Huh? Huh? Yeah. We ain't playing yeah, around here. We that. got some serious facts. That's Baby New Year. The New Year baby is actually really old. 
Baby New Year has been a symbol of the holiday since 600 B.C., starting in ancient no Greece. Shit. Yes, in ancient Greece, they, uh, an infant was paraded around in a basket in celebration of the god of fertility and wine, and the baby represents a rebirth that occurs at the start of each new year. Huh. <laughs> I don't see baby new year anymore. I, I used to see that as no. You used but to see baby new year time? coming after the old year, the old old man walked yeah. out. You don't yeah, see that anymore. It yeah. Was kind of, I know it, it was kind of weirdly depressing. So I think that that had a lot yeah, to do with the I reason get, why. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe so. That's true. All right. right. The ball dropping. That's a time ball. Time balls were invented to help sailors. Long before it was used on New Year's Eve, a ball on top of England's Royal Observatory in Greenwich was dropped at 1 p.m. to a certain uh, height every day starting in 1833 to help ship captains coordinate their navigation equipment. Similar balls were set up in coastal areas all around the world. I did not know that. Ah, so that makes so sense. So l- let me let me get this straight. The ball would drop and it would signify tides or what would it signify? No, no, it, the time of the day it would drop to a certain time. level and that way they would know their times and that kind of stuff. I don't really oh, understand okay. it, all the mechanics of it, but that's, that's yeah, what it yeah. did. Yeah. Now, the first Times Square New Year's Eve party was thrown for a newspaper. The annual tradition of gathering in Times Square for New Year's started as a party to celebrate the opening of the New York Times building in 1904. Over 200,000 people showed up and attended. Wow. Yeah. Thus, Times Square. Yeah. Right. Yep, exactly. Now, uh, they always had the parties, but there wasn't a ball drop until 1907. Fireworks were always set off to welcome the new year, but they were banned because burning embers were falling on the crowd. And a ball began being lowered on a flagpole because it was safer for everybody. And then it grew from there. But now the, yeah, the ball thing will kill a party faster than oh, yeah. your, uh, your guests uh, being ignited. Yeah, when your hair's on fire, it's hard to <laughs> sing all anxiety, okay? It really yeah, is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, this has been a spectacle every year since, except for during World War II. Wartime restrictions put the tradition on pause in 1942 and 1943. Times Square revelers observed a moment of silence at midnight instead of dropping the ball. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. Now, this is, I've heard some of these things. The Times Square ball, the weight of that has yo-yoed over the years. The original ball was made from 700 pounds of iron and wood. Then it was later reduced to just 400 pounds of wrought iron before they switched to an aluminum frame in 1955. Now it weighs 11,875 pounds. And the Waterford Company is the one that provides the crystal that goes on it. And Phillips Lighting, they they joined together to create the LED display that you see now. The sphere is made up like Waterford Crystal in Ireland. Waterford Crystal, yeah. The sphere is made up of 2,688 crystal triangles, and it has over 32,000 lights in it. It displays over 16 million color patterns. Wow. That boggles my mind. That's a lot. That's That's a lot. That is. That is. Now, some other places drop some stuff. Miami, Florida, they ring in the new year with an orange. They have a raising of Mr. Neon, the 35-foot sunglass-clad metal orange, 
And they've been doing that for 30 years. They raise it up for New Year's. Mm-hmm. But in mm-hmm. Key West, Florida, a drag queen descends in a chute. <laughs> a female impersonator named Sushi is lowered from a bar rooftop in a giant red high heel shoe. This has been going on <laughs> since 1996. Well, I didn't know that, really. That's yeah, so Key yeah, West. Yeah. yeah. Now, Hershey, Pennsylvania, of course, they drop a giant kiss to ring in the new year. Some mm-hmm. other Pennsylvania towns around them, though, uh, like Mechanicsburg, they drop a wrench. Hopefully not hitting anybody. In Dillsburg, they drop a pickle because of the deal oh, part. Oh, yeah. Now, here's one of my favorites. In Mobile, Alabama, they drop a 600-pound moon pie. And I did a lot of research on this. I did a lot of research. The moon pie originated in Tennessee. So you're thinking, well, why is Mobile, Alabama using it? Mobile, Alabama is their biggest market for moon pies. They eat more moon pies than anybody else in the United States. I see it it happening. They just just wanted to, so they're doing it, you know? That's great. Over over the uh, the holiday uh, that night, Americans drink around 360 million glasses of sparkling wine on New Year's. Hmm. Courts can fly out of that bottle at 25 miles an hour, so you got to be careful. And it's best to open the bottles at a 45 degree angle. You know, do you ever open up a bottle of champagne and every once in a while it just takes off and goes straight up and? Hit, we did it this year. Hampton was in town with his girlfriend, and he wanted to show her his prowess as a man of the world. And he took a bottle of champagne. I don't know how he got this skill, because we don't drink champagne unless Mary brings a bottle in to uh, celebrate something. He took it out in the deck and, and said, come on, watch, and uh, opened up the uh, foil and popped that cork. That cork probably went, I'd say, 40 yards Wow. Easy. Oh yeah. Right oh, out. Amazing. Right out no. of yeah. Right right out of the back of uh, our yard. Yeah, he did good. Yeah. yeah. No, it is amazing. Now, the New Year's kiss started with the Romans. Although things were a little friskier back then, ancient Romans are credited with the kissing tradition because of their Saturnalia festival. It was a celebration honoring Saturn, the god of time, where all social norms went out the window. And the Romans also Credited, they also were credited with the mistletoe kissing. So then Romans likes to do some kissing. They're coming up with yeah. an idea to kiss best they can. Um, right. If you want to know who the first nation is to celebrate New Year, it is the island nation of Kiribati or Christmas Island. It's in the Central Pacific. They're number one. Huh. I remember that because when, when the new when it's the year two thousand, remember they said the world's coming apart. I remember they they tracked it that that was the first place that was celebrating New Year's and was how are yeah. things going on the island? <laughs> and it was okay. Well, was there's okay. there was a song Jimmy Buffett uh, did it, a bunch of other artists that was out in the I think it started in the nineteen forties and Buffett included it in his stuff. Uh, Would you like to have Christmas? On Christmas, Christmas Island. Island. Yeah. 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 So that's um, that. Now, huh. American Samoa is one of the last places to ring in the new year. Uh, mm-hmm. American Samoa is actually the second to last place to celebrate the year behind Baker and Howland Island. They're both uninhabited. Some tourists take advantage of the time difference by flying to – now, you got to have money to waste and whatever – Flying from Samoa to American Samoa, and they get to celebrate twice. 
seems to be a lot of trouble. That's but, I yeah. won the yeah. two billion dollar lottery kind of money. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that, exactly. That's I'm a hedge fund guy in New York. Yeah, you're right. If you live in Italy, wearing red underwear is considered lucky for New Year's Eve. It'll bring good fortune in the coming year. Grapes are also supposed to be lucky. Spanish households carry on the tradition of scarfing down 12 grapes in the first 12 seconds of the new year. The grapes represent each month of the year. Rumor has it that the whole thing started as a marketing tactic for winemakers looking to sell more grapes in the winter. Little known fact, this is where the Heimlich maneuver was invented. Um, Get it? Scarfing down grapes. Oh, okay. I I was taking it as actual fact. Yeah, no, I, was, I, was like, yeah. I was going, well, I ever knew that. I thought it was some guy no. named Heimlich. But, uh, sorry. No, but I, I'm thinking if you're, if you're, if everybody's eating 12 grapes in 12 seconds, somebody's choking. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, pork and black eyed peas. The fattiness of pork symbolizes wealth, and the peas are believed to bring good fortune because they swell when cooked, which is why yeah. they're both popular foods to eat on New Year's Eve. I don't know where all that comes from. In the South, we eat pork, black-eyed peas, and collard greens. The pork is good luck. The collard greens bring cash, and the peas bring change. Now, I can't say that I get more money, but I'm afraid not to do it because I don't want to have any less, so I do it every year. So I can't say whether it works. We had had sauerkraut. My grandmother was from Austria, so we had to have sauerkraut. And then then we had those great big link sausages. So, yeah. So we had the pork, but they used to make now me eat, eat that awful sauerkraut, which is. Do I, you I know anybody that serves sauerkraut now? Uh, you do? Lamar loves I, it. I, I eat it all the time. Was, you're kidding me. Really? No. Well, sauerkraut and weenies? You don't have sauerkraut and weenies? Maybe a little bit on a, on a. Well, first of all, I don't call it a weenie. It's a hot dog. Uh, maybe a li- like like at it's a not a hot dog unless you put it. It's a, no, it's a weenie. There's a weenie that goes in the hot dog. So it's not a hot dog unless it's actually in the bun, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, this is a bad one for you here, Bob. Stay away from lobster and chicken. Lobster and chicken are both considered bad luck foods, according to superstition. If because of a lobster's ability to move backward and a chicken's ability to scratch itself backwards, if you eat either on New Year's, you won't be able to move forward. You need to be eating bacon. That moves you forward. So (laughs) lobster, not good. Forward to the cardiac room at the hospital. Okay. Now, here's here's one more. In Bolivia, coins are baked into sweets, and whoever doesn't choke to death has good luck for the next year. Okay? The coins are good luck. You're supposed to find them, but I'm pretty sure... This is another Heimlich situation. Whoever doesn't choke to death has good luck. I guess the person that choked to death is having... They don't tell them there's coins in there? Or does everybody know? Well, everybody knows, but you know how that goes. Yeah, Yeah. That filthy money, they're putting that in food? I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, well, that's what they're doing. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Talking Lamar. I hope you have attained more meaningless facts than you had before you came in. Who knows what you might learn from our next episode. And only one way to find out, keep listening. We really appreciate it. And you know me, I hate a quitter. Talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Lamar, the Oddcast, and the Bob and Sherry podcast. 
We would really love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.